0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Not Another. It's your favorite it's a lesbian in Training, Alex. I'm here today in my living room because I have a very special in-person guest that happens rarely, few and far between. But I feel very, very lucky that she's here with us today. I wanna to say it in the studio, but again, <laughs> it is so far removed. It is just my living room, and we are sitting on the floor. She is Miss Southeast Comedy Queen and the current reigning winner of Orlando Drag Race Live. She is a pillow princess, and she is the stupidly gorgeous and gorgeously stupid Miss Mikey Meeks. Welcome to the pod. Hi. Hi, honey. How are you? Welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage, (laughs) Miss Mikey Meeks.
1: If you're ready to make some noise, make some noise.
0: (laughs) If you want to be heard, let me hear you.
1: (laughs) Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Welcome to the pod, my dear. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for having me. I love this podcast. (laughs) I stream it every week when I'm uh, doing my makeup. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so
0: glad that I'm with you when you're doing your makeup. Thank you. We are going to talk about... A very important part of culture today that I have not... I have very, very briefly talked about on this podcast, but I was waiting for the right person to come along. Yes? Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the behemoth that is RuPaul's Drag Race and what it has become because it, it was not always this. It was
1: not this, and that's okay. Yeah. We love where it's at now, but it, within the 12, 13, 14, I don't even probably 15 years at this point, it is, it, like you said, a behemoth. It is, it, is, it
0: is taken over the world. Yeah. Legitimately, internationally taken yes. over the world. RuPaul... I love you, you crazy supervillain. You have your hands in everything, <laughs> every single country. Have you, have you seen
1: the Have you seen the meme of a uh, RuPaul edited onto the UN? Like no, UN <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone like seated at the UN, and it's RuPaul and her like drag like i'm gonna need you to send me that so we can put it on the story but that's fucking phenomenal it's like deciding who gets the next franchise oh that's so (laughs)
0: good oh god yeah it's so funny so rupaul you're never gonna fucking listen to this but if you ever do i say that uh in loving jest you are a super villain but it's like (laughs) sickening it's sickening
1: i'm sure she'd love that too yeah
0: i would hope so i hope so i did see rupaul we were just in la and i saw rupaul michelle and the new season of Queens and Willow Pill
1: oh, at the Emmys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, they were all at the Emmys too. I think the entire cast was at the Emmys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think because I don't think they've ever done that before.
1: Yeah, not the entire cast. Yeah? Well, no, I think... Well, no, that's the VMAs. That's different. But yeah. yeah. I think the entire cast.
0: No, but they all looked great. Everybody looked stunning. Also, a precursor for the conversation. There are some seasons that I have not watched and it's just because they all come out all of the time. Yeah, there's, and a, lot. there's a lot. Either I get fatigue or I am busy and a whole season and a half will go by and I'll blink. So it's, I
1: embarrassingly have seen I think 90% of the seasons. I
0: think that that's fair to say considering yeah. it's you know it's basically a show about your career path. Yeah that's true, yeah, that is true. I, I had
1: some of the internationals I haven't seen but
0: I've seen all of the US. Yeah that's like if uh, being a dumb stupid bitch was a television show I would need to watch about 95% of it That is very true. Yeah okay. Maybe 100% Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright <laughs> That was too quick. So we have devised this conversation up into a couple of categories that way we can kind of break down our favorites not not so favorite best moments, least favorite moments, iconically
1: uh, bad moments,
0: iconically
1: bad yeah, moments. Because there's a lot, and that's what makes this show so good. Yeah, and
0: memeable moments. There's exactly. just exactly it has taken the internet, and it is a part of a zeitgeist that is unheard of. It's exactly. unprecedented. Exactly. So we're gonna dive in.
1: What what season are we on right now in the US standard? It season 14 ended earlier this year. Okay. Season 15's already filmed. Wow. And that's going to premiere next year, the beginning wow. of next year. Wow. Yeah. And wow. there's also seven All-Star seasons on top of that. And that... All-Stars 8 is going to come out next year, too. That's so much. That is a lot, a lot of drag. It's a saturated market, and a lot of it's not good. But these queens are also not good. No, I'm just kidding. A lot of them are, a lot of them are good. Most of them are good. Some of them are like, eh, this is an interesting choice. Yeah, but. but that's why somebody has to go home first. Exactly. Now, we have to also preface that like the casting for Drag Race, it's a reality show first. Yes. This is a reality TV show. This is not an actual pageant competition. No. <laughs> uh, they have to push personalities and they have to push storyline. Absolutely. So the a queen who is sickeningly talented is not giving what they need in confessionals, they're going to go home. Soon.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: they're not going to bank on a quiet person.
0: No, I say this from a producer's perspective because I used to produce reality TV. You need to have that factor of like, I'm willing to go. Like Candy Muse, for example. Let's talk about Miss Candy Muse for a moment. Incredible choice. Candy Muse was a Gaga stan on Twitter when she was in the baby parts of her drag. And a lot of my friends knew her before she you know, really kind of blew up on the scene. And she has always been the perfect candidate for Drag Race because she is loud she is bombastic she is unapologetically herself in a way that is like she does not need to compromise herself to be on TV or alter any parts of her personality from what I've gathered I did not know and I don't claim to know Candy Muse but I do know people who knew Candy Muse and still know Candy Muse and she made fucking phenomenal television
1: yeah she was a sickening.
0: I loved... As a producer, I was like, I know these people are so thrilled yeah, that, that Candy is here. It, it was like oh another Vanjie
1: moment. Like, being able to have a, someone who could just talk Yes, and make entertainment. It Anything they say is good. It was perfect. Yeah. It was...
0: She is... To me, I mean, there have definitely been queens that have come through the show that have created really, really bubble-perfect moments. Yeah. But she delivered every single episode that she was on. That's why she went all the way to the end. I mean, she's also incredibly talented and really did grow on the show, I think. She was a really good example of, like, building. But she was also just so fun to watch. So fun to watch. They knew that. They saw her. They said, girl, we gotta keep you around.
1: Here's something about you. There's something, Here's something here. about you. What's going on here on this day? What was the season that got you into Drag Race?
0: Okay, so I was living at my apartment in Orlando because we, we went to college together. Yeah. So that's how we know each other. Mm-hmm. And this is when the first, I think, seasons four, five, and six went to Hulu. Oh, four,
1: yeah. five, six, and seven, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that? Because I- before that... You could not find the show anywhere. No, no, no. You had to torrent it. Like, they were not posting. Because it was on Logo TV, which was
0: a very niche, like, sub channel. Right. And once it got to, like, 2016,
1: 2017, like, those seasons started appearing on Hulu. Mm -hmm. And then now it's on. Everywhere. I, everywhere.
0: I would say like 2016, I would say, is yeah. probably when I really started to get into it. And I I knew of it because all of my friends had watched it. And if you caught it live, you caught it live. But again, really hard to find on demand. Yeah. And I sat down and I consumed seasons four through six. And I'm going to say this right now and we'll get into it, but arguably the peak of the standard seasons yeah, of Drag Race. it's the golden era. It is the golden era. And I... I ate it all up. I was I was obsessed with it. I was I loved every single bit of it. I loved Latrice Royale. I loved the Fifi Sharon of it all in season four. Rolaska talks, obviously being just like this ridiculous concept of five. Everybody on six.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean it's it, they're all three amazing seasons before social media really took over, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so these queens were acting like they would back home in a yeah. bar, yeah, ba- in the dressing room. It was and it was it, iconic.
0: It didn't feel. And that's not to say that this the the current seasons of Drag Race are not wildly entertaining because they no, really are, and, and it's become a different thing. So yeah, now. It's not the, it's not a,
1: the same show as it was, and that's okay.
0: Yes, yes, things should grow. Right. Things need to evolve; otherwise, it will become stale. Right. But there's something about the realness, yeah, the realness of seasons four through six that we don't really see anymore on Drag
1: Race. Maybe realness, I don't know, because like, Sharon and Fifi faked a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah. But it was more yeah. like the uncensored. Like, yes, they didn't, that's what it they is. They didn't care how they came across until afterwards. And that's when people, because Roxy, Fifi, they all got bullied on oh, social media. Oh,
0: yes. Which is something I want to talk about, which too. Which is
1: undeserved. So that's when people started realizing, like, oh, maybe I should watch what I say when I'm on national TV. There
0: are consequences to my actions. Right.
1: I started mm-hmm. watching in, like, late middle school. No, probably beginning of high school. But, like, okay. my closet little self. Mm. Back when... It would syndicate on VH one late at night. That's when I would catch it for like season two. maybe season one was airing. I think I started watching around season one. And then I just like would secretly watch it. And that's like what really helped me come out in my queerness. And like I remember watching season six live, the finale, seeing Bianca One cheering in my like childhood bedroom. Oh. Yeah. And I'm I'm not that I'm twenty six now. I'm not it wasn't like that crazy young. I think I was like seventeen at the time, <laughs> eighteen at the time. <laughs> I yeah, and then it just inspired me, and that is actually what helped me come out at 19, because my besties Jenny, Trevor, Evan, Kyle, all of them were watching Drag Race, mm-hmm. but I wasn't out yet.
0: Oh, and I had to
1: act like I didn't know what this was. When bitch, I knew every single thing about this show. You knew every, you had you had trading cards. I bitch. had trading cards exactly. And then that, that summer, I was like, I can't hide this anymore. So no. when I came out, I told them I was like, Yeah, I'm gay. Whatever. And uh, also, I'm obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) And they were like, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I just really quickly want to say shout out to
0: Jenny, Evan, Trevor, Kyle. Hello,
1: my sisters, my besties. Hello.
0: I just waved at the mic, but I do love you guys so much. Oh, they're going to love that. Ah, good. I hope you guys wave back. They will. Okay, awesome. Okay, so now I want to talk about what is your favorite season of RuPaul's Drag
1: Race? My favorite, we kind of touched upon it, is season five. Okay. Season five delivers everything they need in a reality competition show. Okay. Fierce competition because mm-hmm. it has some of the most like prestigious entertainers of the time. The looks, there are some sickening looks and the drama. That's what you need in the season. The Coco Alyssa drama. Jinx versus everybody. Jinx versus everybody. Serena Cha-Cha versus everybody. Serena
0: Cha-Cha! <laughs> Jade,
1: Jolie, and Alyssa going at it.
0: Also, really quick, big pause. Big As pass. of right now, Mikey just performed at Chicago's Scarlet Taylor Takeover with Miss Jade Jolie yeah, she last night. Was
1: Amazingly sweet. Like I cannot say enough nice things about Jade Julie. And
0: also looked stunning. Yeah, she was
1: stunning. She looks like Miss Swift herself. She
0: legitimately. She was walking outside the venue for like a quick second. It was like a blip, and I looked and I like almost broke my neck because I was just (laughs) like.
1: (laughs) She we like we we just talked all night and we got shots. She's from Gainesville too, so we knew a lot of mutuals. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Wonderful. And it was so cool. I told her I was like, I know you probably get this all the time, but season five is my favorite season, and you're iconic.
0: Oh, I'm sure she loved
1: that. Oh, she loved it. And she did an Alyssa Edwards impression that was spot on. I mean, I feel like only people who have been in the room with Alyssa would be able to uh, unlock that level. Yeah, exactly. So
0: mazel to Jade. I
1: just wanted to flex you for just a quick second. Yeah, so season five. And I work in Orlando, so I see Roxy a lot. I look up to her so much in her drag and Mm -hmm. Alaska and Jinx. I'm like, like, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. It gave us so many amazing queens. Oh my God. It's, It's the season I can always go back to. Absolutely. Yeah. What's your favorite? season okay so
0: my favorite season is not within the standards it okay. is all-stars 2 oh yeah
1: i mean how could you not
0: because one i want to talk about the all-stars culture yeah. really quick in yes. ruPaul's drag race so we had all-stars one and then we had a very formidable break right we went back to the regular seasons it, we cultivated enough queens to create a second all-stars cast that everybody knew everybody knew every single person on that cast right The only person who some people might need to look into was Tatiana because she was from season two. But even then, these queens had time to marinate and come back and really show something different from what they gave on their seasons. Right. Bitch. It was- Did they give everything? All-Stars 2 is, out of everything,
1: the best season.
0: That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I agree with you that four through six, five mainly, because it did give us so many queens that we now know and like have seen flourish, has rewatchability down. Yeah. I could rewatch All-Stars 2 today. Yes. And be just as excited as I was
1: watching it live with you in our friends' apartments. If you were not there, you missed it. That was Super Bowl every single week. Oh my god. We were just talking about it yesterday when they did Read You Wrote You. Oh my god, it's so good. At the finale, it was silence across the nation. Oh yeah. Because yeah. we were gagged. It was a collective gasp
0: amongst everyone. Yes. In the gay community that was watching that live because one They'd never done anything like that
1: before. You know, I said that yesterday and I realized actually season one, Mm. the very first season, they did record verses for CoverGirl, but only one got to be in the music video with Uh, that verse. Oh, okay. Okay. But they didn't perform it live. This is the first staged performance of a RuPaul song with Queen's verses. Yes. And now it's every season. Of course it is. And the internationals do it too.
0: Oh, that's sickening. Yeah.
1: They're the blueprint. The
0: entirety of the internet being like either Team Alaska or Katya was robbed. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, okay? I think Katya played such a good game that season. She brought so much more than she did in season seven, which I think was really her main goal at the end of the day, was to be able to show how much more she's grown.
1: Yeah.
0: Alaska, she checked every box.
1: she She was the winner. Yeah, she on paper won. And Katya also said she did not win. Yeah. Herself. And also, if we're going to go by stats, Detox was second. Yeah. Statistically better than what Katya was doing. Katya was sickening. They were all sickening. Also, Detox came in with the slow verse.
0: And then she sped it up and then shut it down. Which is something that not everyone can do.
1: We were just talking about it. Why did she say that? No, okay. Detox so, okay. coming at you with the slow verse. It's the same tempo. Yeah,
0: no, she never changes the tempo one time. And she <laughs> mentions speeding it up and slowing it down, and all of which is happening over the same beat with the same cadence and rhythm. Exactly. Detox, if you're listening, I just want to know what your artistic choices were there. <laughs> if you could she reach out. We <laughs> have we have an Instagram, not another podcast. I would love for you to just chime in. Uh, you can join us on an Instagram live, and we can talk it through.
1: Like, I can't be too slow. Can't be too slow, but I also can't be too fa- I, can't I can't be too fast. I can't be too I fast. I can't scare them. That would be too fast. <laughs> (laughs) Okay. Uh, But I will say, most people are going to say season six is the best season, and season six is amazing season. I would agree with that as well. I wouldn't argue that because... And I agree. Like, if I'm going to start someone on the show, I choose five or six. I agree. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, even the recent seasons are good to start with too, but we'll we'll talk about that later. But season six
0: is the first time also that I think somebody entered the workroom and you're like, oh, that's the winner.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bianca came in and said... Hi, I'm the standard. I'm doing. the Oh, I think. Oh my gosh, this is a crazy trivia thing. Tell us. I apparently, said that detox said that she would never do the show, like you would never win or something, and she was like, "Oh, okay, bet." And then no she way. Off. Yeah, it was some some kind some energy like that. Bianca's That's... dick is huge. Oh, I'm sure.
0: I'm speaking metaphorically. <laughs> I don't I don't claim to know the size of Bianca Del Rio's dick, but
1: she carries around a donkey dick. No, she would... metaphorically <laughs> she cleared. This was the first season where they. Instead of casting, like, drag talent from, like, the pool of uh, drag queens in the nation, this was the first, like, personality season. Mm -hmm. Each queen came in with a a different reality TV show type. Completely.
0: And we got amazing moments from that season. What What do you do successfully? Quickly. quickly? Oh! Bianca!
1: This was my moment. I feel very attacked! Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) And also, let me just say something right now. Laganja Estranja, you blossomed and flourish now. As this incredible fucking force. You are lipstick assassin, and I love you. Yes.
1: Laganja. I worked with her last year. Oh? And she was very sweet. She could talk, and Uh that's great. I love when a queen is not shy, when they're coming in to a different town. And she was, like, in this tiny little bar that we used to perform at, just jumping all over the place and jumping from the bar countertop, doing splits. Oh. For what? Because she can. I can't. If I tried that, I'd die. And I would die right behind you. We would die together. We'd die together. Jumping off bar countertops. Are we making a pact? No. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not. We're not. Definitely, no, definitely read wanna... that situation wrong. Right.
0: Okay. So let's talk
1: about our favorite queens to come from the show. Okay. Well, I'll let you. You take the floor. You go ahead. Well, I always gravitate towards an entertainer who can look absolutely stunning, mm. glamour, gorgeous, but knows how to tell a joke. Who yes. Can tell a story. Who is funny as hell. And Alaska is that girl for me. Oh,
0: I mean, a fantastic choice. Alaska
1: embodies everything that I would want to do with drag. Mm-hmm. She's also a producer. Like, she creates content constantly. Yes. And that's, like, what you have to do. So I, re- I respect the hell out of Alaska. I think
0: Alaska, and also Alaska, is the world's biggest Drag Race fan. Yes. Yes. She appreciates the show. She appreciates Ru for, like, everything that RuPaul has done in RuPaul's career, just showing, I remember in season five, she's like, yeah, I've auditioned, like, every single season. Right. All of the time, like...
1: She says, I still audition. Like, she still submits auditions for... That's funny yeah. as fuck. But right. Alaska is the epitome of a Rue girl. And no, what a rude girl she should be. She is always ahead of the trends. Like, she was one of the first to produce music after Drag Race. Oh. She was uh, doing podcasts before all the other queens started doing podcasts. She's now, like, one of the producers of the Drag Race like podcast network. Wow. Good for her, She's always on top of it. That's amazing. Yeah. And she would do like web shows when we were all in quarantine. Like she was one of the first to be producing stuff like that. And that's what it takes to be a true all-star. Yeah.
0: Which is like, again, now become a little bit more of like a watered down term. I'm, I hate to say this, congratulations to everybody who's ever won RuPaul's Drag Race. I can't do it. (laughs) So I, I don't mean to be sneezing on your accomplishments. I don't. Yeah. I just think if you were on the season before all-stars and then you you come back to All-Stars and you're on All-Stars all of a sudden, it is weird.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. We need some time for you to grow. That, well, Katya was that. Katya and Ginger filmed season seven in air. They had to immediately go back to All-Stars. That is true, but Katya did turn it. Katya, yeah, she didn't give
0: a fuck. She no, Katya was like... I remember Katya stating she was like... She was like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to, like, I already got the money. So, like, why did I give a shit what I was going to do from there? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's fine. She said, she's like, I probably should have tried harder in the lip syncs, but I just didn't because right. I already made the money. So, right. who cares?
1: I was like, bet. <laughs> Rapid fire. I mean, some other queens that I will, anytime they post anything or, like, put videos out, I'll always watch it. Jujubee. Mm, Love Jujubee. Fantastic. Um, I'm obsessed with Delta Work. Ah! I'm obsessed with Delta Work. Her podcast, Very Delta, is so hilarious. I'm not sensing any artistry. I... Really seeing any artistry please we will we will post that clip on the instagram but it is fucking <laughs> it's so good i mean who else can talk about subway as much as she can oh me that, oh you love subway i do and you don't i don't we're not this is not the place for this sorry this we'll is talk not, about this we'll talk about dude, it in the car. Best next episode we'll talk about it in the car subway
0: okay. patreon exclusive we're gonna have
1: a <laughs> we're gonna fist fight in a subway uh bob the drag queen of course who's another iconic winner yes and Monet. I love Monet Exchange. I love Fantastic There's a, There's a few queens I don't like. Yeah. But we'll get into that soon, too. Yes. We will. So, who is your favorite queen? So,
0: okay. So, I have a few favorite queens. Um, I've loved Katya since season seven. Yeah. I think she was always a standout in just the way that she carries herself. She's fiercely intelligent, like yeah. beyond the realms of human intelligence sometimes. And I think she has never compromised that for anything, which I find to be really unique. Unique? Unique? Please don't copyright slander no. me. Sorry, no. Uh, no. Uh,
1: original? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, alone, just like her vocabulary and vernacular makes me incredibly intrigued by her. She was one of the
1: headliners for Orlando Pride. You Were you there? I saw it. Yeah, 2019, I think. She was on the mic for like 15 minutes spouting wisdom. She was talking off of her head, like just good, good stuff. I was like, I could never do that. And entertaining. She was funny as she did it, too. She's uh, she's unknowingly incredibly
0: entertaining without compromising her intelligence or her passions in any way. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And I find her to be intriguing yeah. at every turn. She's like,
1: an enigma. Even just tonight. Another. Please don't copyright. Oh, under- no, 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 it's okay.
0: It's okay. I mean, Gaga's not going to listen to this. True. If you listen to this, Gaga, hey.
1: Um, I said schmegma. Shmegma. Enigma. <laughs> you're sick.
0: Anyway, Katya is one of my favorites. Bianca, oh, yeah. I think Bianca is somebody who the story that you told about how Bianca literally was just like no balls. You won't go on Drag Race yeah. and win. She said okay, and yeah. then won immediately. I have to find that clip. I remember. I remember that specifically. I can't okay. remember
1: who told her that though. Yeah, All I would love name.
0: to. I would love to see that. Yeah, but Bianca was the first queen that I was just like, oh, you're gonna win. Like you are amongst your peers, but you know the craft because she she was a costume instructor
1: yeah but she was also been doing it i remember on logo there was like a, a drag queen comedy special like at the early days of drag race but these were no, none of these were drag race girls um and i remember seeing her on that mm-hmm. and then to see her on drag race that's i want to see queens who do this on the show yes I want to see queens who've been doing it who love the art and are like because they will steamroll and i think they know that too.
0: I'm not gonna say she didn't need Drag Race because it definitely was a boost. Yeah. But she was going places regardless.
1: Nothing bores me more than a queen who's only been doing it for a year and then they get cast. Yeah. Why? They haven't found themselves yet. No. Like, like Their makeup is gonna be not great. The only queen who was exceptional was Valentina. Yes. And she was like, 12, like she, girl, you've been doing it. Like you just weren't, like you're lying. Yeah. You're, you're it's lying. a bit. It's gotta be a bit for TV, and she was which a, sometimes She is. was the reality TV character they needed. Yes. She was the Rachel Berry of that season and it was fucking phenomenal. She was the Rachel Berry of that season.
0: I'd like to keep it on. Yes. Okay. Okay, Leah.
1: <laughs> chill. I love it. I love it. I
0: love it. But I guess, I love Bianca. I love Katya. And in recent seasons, I love Simone.
1: Love Simone. So I, I picked three, which is, I guess, unfair, but... No, I would love to see Simone on the all-winner season.
0: I think, yeah. I, I really love Simone, and I also just... I love... In in going hand-in-hand hand with the fact that Drag Race has become this... Mon- not monster, but it is just, like, this massive project and overtaking now comes a lot of really incredible opportunities for yeah. these queens that you never would have assumed in seasons four through six. like. No. You have Simone walking in Paris Fashion Week runway shows. She's at Vogue. She's,
1: you know... She's she was going... on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah! Like, RuPaul was the guest host for a, a little bit. And she brought Simone as the guest. Like, that is... Huge! This stupid little art form that we do, like, it could t- it could do that. Yeah. Like, because it's fun. It's entertaining. It's like...
0: fascinating. And it's also just, like, it's incredible. I remember I was at Roscoe's here in Chicago. Um, and there was a viewing party... And it was Gigi Good and Kylie Sonique Love, both of which have had incredible careers post their Drag Race seasons and pre Drag Race seasons. But really, once their seasons took off, Kylie is like very close with Miley Cyrus and has been doing projects with her. And was like Miley's her drag daughter. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, right? Miley Cyrus is someone's drag daughter. Right. That's beyond.
1: Yeah, I saw that Instagram post. She's house of love. See, Gigi Good walked in Savage Fenty. Like, that's... Right. So did... And Shay and, and Jada Essence Hall. Yeah, right. Some, like, these are crazy opportunities because people... This is such an... Inna- in in What's the word? Not enigmatic? In mag- enigmatic? Enigmatic, no. Magnetic... No. Um, this is such a. Um, you're like good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good art form. <laughs> Girl, I, I don't Thesaurus, drink.
0: For you're like, this is. I don't is drink that
1: often, but nice. I'm, I'm on vacation and I've been drinking all weekend, so Girl, I'm a little. Don't worry about it. Let me sip my coffee.
0: Just sip your coffee and mind your business. No, but like,
1: yeah. Celebrities love this show because this is just. the... Like, I'd say it's magnetic. It is a magnetic art form, mm-hmm. and when you're good at it, like, anyone can like it. Yes. Anyone can like it. Yeah. You can drag
0: and drag race. It's it's kind of like the way that straight groups of friends get together to watch like a football game. Exactly. And we didn't, as a community, we didn't really have that in any way. There was no there was no unifying weekly thing that queer people could come together and watch. A
1: lot of queer people would come together. Like
0: like like like. Spans very niche subsex of the queer community. Yeah. It it is a blanket.
1: It Do you is. know what I mean? Yes, I remember going to Stonewall all the time to go watch viewing parties. It is, and it was so fun. Now I'm gonna. I hate when they put it on streaming services now because mm-hmm. the spoilers are crazy. So you go to a viewing party, girl. The culture. Uh, we're gonna talk about the internet culture with Drag Race.
0: Okay. Uh, which I one. Let me get something clear. Twitter. People swear up and down that just because they have a sentient thought, <laughs> it should be public. Right? Don't do that. Right? Don't do that. Not at the expense of anybody else, and not at you looking fucking foolish. Right? Because all you do when when Drag Race fans don't like someone on the show for any reason, it's like
1: they hurt their mother. Like yeah, it, it's they kicked
0: their dog. Right. And I'm like, why are you sending these nasty, heinous comments? And
1: racist comments.
0: Racist fucking comments to this person who you'll never know. Right. And all they did was make a choice you didn't like on a TV show. Right. Who gives a fuck what you think? Right. No offense. I hate to tell you this, young people. Yeah. Even me, older person. No one gives a fuck what you think. Get a group chat. Get a group chat. Talk shit there. Yes. Don't talk shit on the internet. And don't tag them. Don't tag them because you have this very weird sense of entitlement that like my opinion,
1: you need to hear what I have to say. Well, some people think that if they post something nasty, they're going to get a response and they want the response, Mm -hmm. you know? Or they do that thing where they post something really heinous and nasty.
0: And then when the person does respond, they're like, oh my God, I didn't think you would see this. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm like... What did you think was going to happen? You're a trier. Yeah, you are a trier and you're done. You're done. Your She's brain is done. <laughs> your brain is fried and you're done, Albert. <laughs> Shout out to Albert Queen. If you have
1: a mean thought about someone, um keep it to yourself. Yeah, shut or, the fuck up. Or again, t- uh, text your friend, tell them. If you have a friend. We all talk shit. If you have a friend to text. We all talk shit. Yes, it's 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 human nature, but at the expense of what? If you're going to post it online. Like you're not going to feel any better about doing it. And that. drag race culture, like
0: everybody's always opinionated about competition shows. It's any competition, Big Brother, these,
1: anything. These, these popper hitting twinks who don't do drag think they know everything about the art form. Yeah. They it's- come in with a little rhinestone crop top, tank top,
0: and they wear like a pearl necklace. Thank you, Harry, for fucking saturizing that market. And as you wear a pearl, but necklace. I'm a dyke. <laughs> Understand it's different.
1: Okay. Sorry. Sorry, man. I
0: have weight in my tits. <laughs> they have nothing. They have two little nipples that point out of their flat chest. Right. And I don't want to hear what the fuck you have to say. <laughs> so if you have a thought, talk amongst yourselves, yeah. get your poppers, get out on the dance floor and listen to Vroom Vroom. And that's all that I need you to do. <laughs> that's all we as a society need oh, you to don't do. don't bring Charlie into this. Charlie can't help who her fans are. Is... Mazel to Charlie for, for monetizing that market.
1: That is... You know what?
0: She is... Sign that poppers bottle, bitch. You better. Sign that, yeah. enema. You better. Gay rights. Gay rights. Okay, we're, we That's, are... We're, I love a good tangent. We're okay, tangent. we're back. Yeah. We have talked about our favorite queens, and we've talked about the best season and our favorite seasons. Yeah. Why don't we talk about some less-than-inspiring moments that we've seen throughout the course of the show? Like it, a runway look that maybe didn't hit the way that they thought it was going to hit, yes. but lasted yeah. the test of time.
1: Yes. As we just talked about, don't talk shit online. Oh, we're going to But these are this is iconically lovingly. bad. These, these are, are iconically... For me, I'm going to pick an outfit that... they. This was not a design challenge. They brought this. Okay. And I'm going to describe it to you head to toe. Mm -hmm. Okay? I would love that. Paint the picture.
0: Okay. And I'm not going to say
1: who it is until the end because I want to paint this image. Okay. Imagine a hard front wig. Okay. Two tones. Sure. Brown into red. White feather eyelashes. And as we go down, we get a disco ball bra and turkey feathers surrounding everything on a rhinestone cage not hitting where it should it's hitting in a damaging way okay white long acrylic nails sure and then gladiator sandals that go all the (laughs) way up to the thigh with feathers sticking out and of course i am describing dusty ray bottoms on season 10 feathers runway and i'm going to show you right now (laughs) ah this outfit <laughs> haunts my dreams because this girl put this on and said, work. <laughs> this'll do. You painted the picture
0: flawlessly. <laughs> I want you to know. This will be up on the Instagram, I promise this, you.
1: It looks like she's wearing the cage backwards. Like, it lo- or like it looks like she's wearing the back in the front. <laughs> it is absurd. I am obsessed with it. I want to recreate this. It's a boot. It's a boot. But a loving boot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have two season 13. I don't know
0: if you can already guess where I'm going with this. This was a design challenge. Right. So we got to give the benefit of the doubt to the fact that maybe they're not, they're not a designer (laughs) and they get their looks customly made. And that's, that's great. You know, I'm happy for you, but a little bit of prep could have probably gone into this. (laughs) Um, it gave very on the fly, kind of bagged it in. It was a gift. Uh, It was a gift Did not necessarily have this one in the bag. Yeah.
1: She couldn't get a grip on the handle. Yeah, she could not. She couldn't handle handle the challenge.
0: Yeah, yep. And of course, we're talking about Miss Lala Ree and her famously, what the hell is that, bag look. (laughs) Which was just a bunch of gift bags. Taped. Taped.
1: Onto a nude
0: leotard. Yeah. And I remember just being like, if you don't go home, I want you to win. Right. If you don't go home, I want you to win. What a! I mean, if you're going to do bad, you have to do that bad. And it was like atomic bomb. And I and the thing is, is like Lala knew it too. Walking yes, down, yes, of course she knew it. She still tried to turn it. Which I give you the props for trying to like you know create a make
1: a s'more in a dumpster fire. But if we're going to talk about C U N T, that was that outfit. Oh, 100%. You have to have charisma. You have to have uniqueness, nerve. You have to have, you have, you've to have got nerve, a nerve down, yeah? To walk in that and on a show like that. It's so good. Nicole Byers was the guest, and she was like, Utica made that in the same time Lala <laughs> made that outfit. Like, come on. Oh, it is just too good. So it's good.
0: So, And then I have one more, which is just okay. like, it, it always kind of like comes up in my head a little <laughs> bit. Like when I have like sleep paralysis, <laughs> I feel like this just appears in my room. Uh, it's Ginger Minge's futuristic look from All Stars 2. The glow in the dark. With the glow sticks <laughs> kind of taped on the titties uh, and the kind of... I don't really know what this wig is. How would you describe this Um, wig? I
1: would give, like, Party City, (laughs) Lois Griffin hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, that is exactly correct. I think about this from time to time, and it just will flash in my head. Did you ever see Insidious? I have not
1: seen this it. but the, the red
0: face Yes, yeah, so, yeah. you know like there's like there's a very famous jump scare in this movie where a red face demon just kind of like appears in one shot <laughs> for like crap. a brief moment and to me that's just this look by Ginger Min it's oh just like God. very quickly throughout my day I
1: love um,
0: it. but it keeps me awake and it keeps me on my toes so thank you Ginger for that uh, sorry about putting this look in the bottom tier, but it just was, it didn't hit <laughs> for me. She's very
1: nice. She just judged me in a pageant and she gave me very nice scores. That's good. Continue to nice give things. Mikey
0: very good scores. Yes. And also keep doing you girl. You better work it. You diva. better
1: work diva.
0: Boots. Yes, Miss Boots. Slay that part down. Yeah. Okay, great. That came to me just now as we speak. So we would... want
1: to talk shit. You have to talk shit. You have to. But it's, but it's so it's fun. We're keen.
0: We're lovingly. Ob, it's observational humor. And it's it's so Loving. And they say the
1: stuff on the show too. Yeah,
0: they so. know this. This is not news to them. Yeah, yeah. We're not saying like I hope that you run into traffic, which is exactly <laughs> what that is. What the online drag race what the community,
1: fourteen-year-old. But the
0: thing is, like that's like that's like the standard. That's like a compliment. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, or they'll say things on the opposite end of the spectrum. They'll be like, "I want you to kick me in the mouth and knock all my teeth out," and that's supposed to be a compliment, mom. mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're you're twelve. Right. <laughs> okay. So we've discussed faves. Maybe less favorite, and I kind of just want to talk about you for a minute, if that's okay. Me? Are you okay with that? I will, Do I have consent I to talk about you? Take any chance to talk about myself. Oh, great, <laughs> fantastic. Well, now you have this like wonderful microphone floor. But like, you, how long have you been doing drag? When did you start?
1: Okay, so I'm a theater girl. Like, my whole background is in theater. Um, I went to school for it, college and all that. I've always watched Drag Race, and I loved it. But it was something that, like, I never thought I could really do until we had, like, a makeup class in college, and I was, like, really inspired by that, and we were all bad at it, but, you know, (laughs) all that. I was doing a theater internship Mm -hmm. uh, for nine months, and it was so draining for theater, and I was missing the, uh, I I missed going out with my friends, My, my, like, my good club friends, we'd all go out, get dressed up. We'd create themes for ourselves. Oh, and cute. we would just go out, look a fool. It, it, it was always so fun, and I missed that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need an outlet while I'm doing this really intense internship. And so I started in 2019. Every month, I would put effort into a makeup look. Now, they're bad. They're not good. Like, But anyone who starts on this, it's going to be bad. right? So every month, I did that. And then... Once I came back home to Orlando, my good, good friend, uh, Galvin, DJ Galvin girl, he was putting on his own shows. He's a DJ. If you didn't get that from his name. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, is he? Just, You're like, was,
0: funny if he's a dentist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> dentist journalist. Um, yeah, he was putting on his show. He's like, girl, can perform at my thing. So I got my first, uh, opportunity with him. And then from then I got the bug. I kept going out and drag and performing and all that for free, just as much as I could. And then, uh, and lockdown, we all got, uh, Mm quarantine, but during that time, that's when I really was like, I need to practice my makeup so I, I can emerge. Yeah. Yeah. So I can come back out of it looking really good. Um, that didn't happen either. Uh, (laughs) but I did keep practicing. And then, um, I, uh, was very fortunate. Galvin started a new show and I was booked weekly for it. It's called off the record Wednesdays and we've been going two years strong now. Yes. Oh, about to be two years. It forced me to do. Makeup all the time. Like, I had, I had to, like, get good at it and, like, put effort into what I was doing. And then on top of that, I did a competition called Orlando Drag Race Live. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a replica of Drag Race, but back home. And we had to do Snatch Game, a roast, production numbers, makeovers, all that kind of stuff. It was a 9, 10-week competition. And I ended up winning, which was amazing. But I was such a different person by the time that ended. Because yeah. it, had, it stretched me so much to, like... Really develop this character. It forced you to like really fully flesh this out right exactly. and from then, I've been like all of last year and the year before it was just nonstop. Yeah, it's been nonstop. You are booked. you are a booked girl it, which is sickening.'m I'm, I'm so thankful. it's what i've i wanted this for so long. and um so from that, I don't know, I've just been doing it and uh, I love what I do. I feel like I bring something a little different um, mm-hmm. in the scene than what people are used to. Yeah. I love glamour, I love beauty. Um, but I also love, uh, ridiculous stuff too. Like ridiculous drag. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, at, off the record, we do a different theme every week. We've done twilight parties. We did a SpongeBob party. We did a freaking Shrek party. Yeah. Like it's wonderful. It's so fun.
0: And I see it from Chicago because I am obviously based here and we knew each other again in college in Orlando. And I remember you would randomly just like shop me drag names you would yes. text me random drag names. Oh, I did do that. Like, what do you think about this one? Yeah, and I was like, it's okay, but I think the the right one's gonna come along. Yeah, and then once Mikey Meeks
1: fell in, right? I was like, oh, that's her. Exactly. I she's mean, she's the one. I I had so I had a full list of names. and I really couldn't go by anything other than my own name. No, I don't. I don't think so. uh, Mikey is my my out of drag name as well. I just spelled it a little bit. Differently. I spelled it phonetically, and it's people still mess it up. Oh yeah. I, just, I that's Mikey Meeks. Mikey Meeks. Mickey. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't Whatever. matter as long as the check clears, bitch. And then Meeks is the nickname that like my best friends would call me. Cute. And uh yeah, so it's two of my own names cuz I love myself. Yes, you should. As you <laughs> should. Everyone should
0: love themselves that much to have yes. two of their same names. Um but I want to take the time really quickly just to say that I have watched you blossom from this fan of drag to kind of dipping your toes to fully submerging yourself. And I've said this and I I'm saying this on the record off. Uh oh, oh, oh. I've oh. Uh, saying this on the record, and I've said this to you from the moment that you started shopping me your names way back when, that you are going to be so successful with this. Thank you. And I believed that since
1: day one. Thank you. You're welcome. I just it feels right. Yes, it like should. like this R form feels right. I still love theater and I still love performance, but this is everything. Like it's all of that. I get to be my own director, choreographer, producer, costumer, hair Mm -hmm. artist, makeup artist. And I get to tell a story from my perspective. Yes. So it's amazing. And I was so tired of having to fit the mold of what theater people needed, like a director needed Mm -hmm. because, um... I'm me, and that's all I can ask for. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Question and answer. <laughs> but no future stuff. I am competing in Miss National Comedy Queen. Let's go um, in March. My drag mother, Mr. Miss Adrian, is the current reigning. Let's go, Adrian. So, so Hi, I'd honey. Love to pass down that crown. We love you, Adrian. The Meeks shall inherit. So uh, let's... the Meeks is now. The Meeks is now. The Meeks is now. I want. I want that merch. Yes. I want oh, that, that. The Meeks is now. That's mm, merch drop your seat. Yes. <laughs> no shame, Keep your no eyes eye shield. Yes.
0: Yes. I am
1: infinitely proud of you Thank all you. the time and i hope you feel my love from here i absolutely do you know yes. i love you and i love you right back at you too this has been so fun this podcast yes. is amazing let everybody know where they can find you um you can find me on my instagram i use that the most it's at Mikey Meeks. m-y-k-i period m-e-e-k-s i'm also on tiktok and i have a following on tiktok wow that was a
0: high five, and it was pretty solid. Okay, cool. I just want to say a massive thank you again for being here. I yeah. love you so much. I love you too. You mean the world to me. Um, and if you liked what you heard, and you want to hear some more, um, you can find us on our Instagram at not another podcast. Uh, you can find us on TikTok at the same handle. Um, I love you so much. Please be nice to everybody. Don't make fucked up decisions. Yeah. And. Look out for Mikey Meeks on Drag Race coming
1: soon. Oh Oh. Oh god, I love you so much. I love you. Bye. Ooh. Bye.